Hey everyone, this week we are coming to you with a special episode. Charlie Venus is interviewing me, Edwin K. Morris, about what the profession of knowledge management has to offer the world of insurance. And now, to our conversation. Welcome. Today's guest is Edwin K. Morris. When you hear Edwin, you'll likely recognize his voice as he is host of the Iroquois podcast. What you probably don't know is that Edwin is president and founder of Pioneered Knowledge Services. Edwin has a real passion about knowledge management, and that's what we're going to be discussing today. And here's just a little bit about Edwin. He has a degree in speech communication. No shocker there with that great radio voice that he has. He also has a master's certification in general administration, is a certified knowledge management professional, and has a master of science degree in information architecture and knowledge management from Kent State University. Edwin's also been a part-time faculty member at the School of Digital Sciences at Kent State. Wow, Edwin, who knew? I mean, I never knew all this time where I was talking to such a smart guy on all these podcasts. Thanks, Charlie. Great to be here. Uh, we are usually part of a show, but it's kind of cool to be the guest on the show. Edwin, the first thing we want to start off with, at least for me, is what is knowledge management? How do you define that? The thing about knowledge management is it's very much an organic piece of the organization. It's a reflection of the culture. So what it really is looking at is three main pieces of the organization, the people, the processes, and the technology. If you think of those three main buckets, those are really the major muscle movements of any organization and their proficiency and maturity and how they handle their own knowledge, their own sharing of information across people and structures is really the essence of what knowledge management is. It helps to retain and build institutional knowledge. That's the common framework. The knowledge management framework is really about making knowledge explicit and shareable. And that's a practice and a behavior. Well, and you mentioned, you know, people, process, and technology. And so when you look at those three components, I would think people is the biggest component of that. If you've got one person that seems to have the institutional knowledge, the usual path is, is the person that does not know the answer will call, will text, will message the one person that's got the gold. Hey, Joe, how do I do this? Oh, well, you get a hold of Susie over there and, you know, all this incidental knowledge that's not like in a manual, it's not part of your HR onboarding process, but the one key holder of knowledge ends up being the one that gets phoned a lot or connected a lot to help other people. A one to many means you find that golden goose and then you make sure you extract whatever the nuggets are that that one person has in their head and make it a, a socially available resource within the organization. And now we're one to many. And now many people can find an answer without knowing that Joe's the only one that knows. So we've talked about people. Let's move to process and technology. So when you talk about process, what are the key points there? Like in an agency situation where KM or knowledge management will show fruit is when you think about business continuity or business succession planning, going back to developing that knowledge in and of itself of the organization could be considered an asset 
if an agency were to look at all the parts and pieces of their people, processes, and technology and, and start extracting people, this is a gap analysis kind of thing. You extract Sam, you extract Susie. What's going to change? What's going to stop? What's going to become a problem for the rest of the organization if that key person is out of the picture? And that's where it really shows the rub and the financial reason why people want to invest in knowledge flow, knowledge capture, and expression. Because until we get to the world of artificial intelligence running everything, we still got to deal with people. And as you said, people are going to be the biggest part of this pie and trying to get them to become sharers or knowledge workers in a true sense. The process piece is just that, where say the organization does have a lessons learned function. That is something that is a process that they have put in place to help capture and help the organization become a faster learning and a better reaction machine. The idea of a process could be as simple as a checklist. You know, it doesn't have to be super burdensome. It really is a, well, I'll give you a case. Uh, so the U.S. Army is known for its after action reviews. And an after action review is a process that every soldier knows because we're taught all the time and we're pummeled in the head every time we do a mission to have an after action review. And all that is, is a process in which we, we come together as whatever that group was that was doing the mission. Say we did a convoy. So those 30 folks that were on that convoy, when we got back, all right, what did you see? What went right? What went wrong? You know, you try to gather up practices that have just been experienced and try to make performance better. That's a simple process. And what you just said about process from an insurance standpoint, that all gets around the, the sales process and sharing those sales processes, what's successful, what works. Uh, you know, and we go through that with role playing with people for sales calls, coaching them after a sales call. So that that's all part of the process. And throughout my career on the insurance side, that's been part of the, the sales process, what works you know, what went well, what didn't go well, what would you do differently next time around? Now, on the technology side, relatively speaking, that's new, you know, so we have the ability to store all this data, retrieve it, exchange it among people. The problem, as I look at that, is how effective and efficient is that? So I'll take independent agents. They have an agency management system. So they capture all this data of their prospects and their existing clients. It's in the system. People can go in there to retrieve it. You know, they can exchange it with the carrier. So they can do an application, exchange that with the carrier so they don't have to fill out all the forms again. The overall problem is that by and large, not everybody does a great job of storing the data, the raw data, so that they're really populating their system. So that when they do go to retrieve it, what they get out of it is pretty much crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, to be, to be honest. So when they exchange it, they're not really moving anything on. Now at Iroquois, we're using some of these technologies like Teams and OneDrive that you can share documents. Everybody can see everybody else's calendar. But you know, it's still all about how well you use the tools and how well you populate that. Am I correct in that assessment? Absolutely. I mean, I could give you 110 examples of that in and of itself in my own experience. 
When you talked about technology, the feel I got was you're kind of putting it like within the last 50 years, we got technology. And I want people to understand a pencil and a piece of paper is technology. There's like this mystical thing that people think with digital technology that things have shifted. We're still dealing with the same kind of methodologies that have been in place 200 years ago, which are file cabinets, files. And what's shifting is we're getting away from what I'm seeing. We're kind of getting away from making these big CRM enterprise level humongous things that take a lot of time and effort to one, roll out, but to institute and train up everybody to play with it. So I think things are getting smaller in bites, things like teams, things that are more natural, how we've been exposed to in social communications in the last 20 years. The expectation, I think, for most folks in the employed world is that they want things to be easier. Just like in your case, why would you not have all this data in a CRM or a constituency relationship management software system? You know, you've got one source for all things that touch a client. Every phone call, every email, everything's there in a very thorough history for anyone that is talking to that person next. And what does that do? That builds value to your customer. Because how many times have you had it? Hey, I called about this last week. Can't you just pull up the notes from that? Oh yeah, we don't have that. So now you got to spend all this time educating this person on your issue that you've already talked to this company about. And now you got to go through it again. That's a pain point. That's That slows down everything. So if you can combine people, processes, and technology to become more of a fluid flow of responsive and purposeful, purposeful work, then things get easier over time. And I think that's where most organizations will buy stuff. They have no problem buying stuff. But how does it get integrated and adopted and actually changing the behavior of the organization? If you don't have anybody that's driving the learning of the organization, you're going to get happenstance results. You're going to get poor results. Edwin, before we leave, I wanted to give you a little bit of time to talk about uh, Pioneer Knowledge Services. So why don't you give the audience a recap of what you're doing there? We happen to be the first 501c3 doing knowledge management as a charity in this country. My intent was this. I want to be known as the Johnny Appleseed of the knowledge ecosystem. My intent is that I'm going to keep planting seeds of goodness, knowing I won't sit under their shade, but it will help change society. So I decided to build a knowledge management nonprofit. The intent is that I want to help society. And the best way I can help society is to bring those nonprofits that are helping different facets of society do their job better. Well, that's fantastic. And I'm sure you're doing a great job with it as well. Well, thanks again, Edwin. This has been great. Great conversation. Well, thanks, Charlie. It was a blast. Thanks for listening to this edition of Charlie's Corner, brought to you by Iroquois Group. I am Edwin K. Morris, and I invite you to join us for the next edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast. <laughs>